everyone, and welcome to the Be Intentionally You podcast. I'm your host, Veronica Williams. I'm excited to be continuing this journey into something new. In these episodes, we'll be discussing everyday life principles from the Word of God that is needed to walk into your true identity and your purpose. I will not only be discussing my personal testimonies, I will have guest speakers who will be invited to share their wisdom as well as their testimonies. This will be a weekly podcast on Sundays. My hope is to help others who are walking through tough seasons and need some motivation. I will also be teaching on specific areas like health and wellness and marriage, but most importantly, to just encourage you in your everyday life. You can find me on all social media in the subscription box below. Also, I would like to add, please subscribe, rate, and comment on any of my weekly podcasts. Looking forward to our growing community and remember to be you on purpose. Be blessed. Well, hey, 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 ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Be Intentionally You podcast. I pray that your day has been going amazing. First of all, I would like to say thank you and welcome back. Um, I appreciate any of my faithful listeners, any of my new listeners. I would like to say welcome to my podcast. This is a community of women who love to empower women. This is something still totally new that I'm really birthing in this season to do uh, that God has called me to do. This is something I absolutely love. So I would love it if you would go back and listen to my previous podcast. I have about a little about 23 or 25, I want to say a little over 20 episodes that I've been uh, doing for about a year now. Um, I actually stopped for a little bit because I just don't have a reason. I said why I stopped. I was trying to do so many other things. And sometimes when you focus on too many things, you end up messing up everything. So I stopped. But I'm back I'm doing what I absolutely love to do. Uh, I know. hope you listen to the preview. A little bit about me. I am a registered nurse um, who have recently went back to work into a different um, specialty in nursing. And I am building this Be Intentionally You podcast platform community of women who are being us on purpose, basically being you on purpose and loving who you are, not feeling guilty that God has something so amazing and so beautiful for us that if we just sometimes get out of our way, he will allow us to see who we were already created to be. So again, I say welcome, welcome. Okay, so I did a podcast earlier today and I was like, do I really want to put that podcast out? I really hate being all over the place, but that's one of the things about about what I love about this is um, being able to encourage and empower people and um, especially with us still being in the beginning of 2020. And I'm believing that March is a month of amazing miracles and blessings. I'm like, okay, so there's so many different things out there for us. And I've come across so many different women this week that seem like they're stuck. Uh, yeah, stuck, stuck 
in areas of relationships, stuck in areas of being a mother, stuck in areas of their career, stuck in areas of wanting to become an entrepreneur, stuck in things as far as, hey, I really want to get in shape. I really want to lose weight and just being stuck in God. What is my next move? We're trusting and we're praying and we're talking to this God that we can't see yet we know that he is real and we are him created in him um in in his image and i'm like okay holy spirit we need an answer we need something to help us because sometimes what i've learned over this 46 small years of my life is that sometimes We can actually be in our own way and we can block our blessings by one of the most powerful things that I've always talked about, and that is by our own words. And I came across social media last night. Do you guys know that social media can be your best friend or your worst enemy? Yeah, it can. I came across social media and I I start to realize it's a lot of people that are actually really, really struggling with life and we don't have to and but it's a lot of people that are actually um who are believers or christians whatever you want to call it um or i say i'm a follower of jesus christ because i'm not gonna get into the whole word of christianity but anyway so i'm a follower of jesus christ and i tell you that this walk is a little bit difficult Yet it is so totally worth it if you know who is in the driver's seat and if you know that everything that you need, the things that we pray for and the things that we ask for, they're already ours. So I said, okay, God, use me as your vessel because it's people out here that really, really, really need something that you've placed inside each and every one of us. And I think that we get stuck behind these titles, title of being a mom title of being a girlfriend, title of being a daughter, title of being um, a wife, title of being a career woman, title of being a business owner, title of being whatever titles that either we've given ourselves or the world has given us, we get stuck behind that thing and it's hard to figure out exactly who we are. I thank God that he allowed me to take a one year, yes, an entire one year to sit down from October of 2018 until October of 2019. God literally locked, blocked, closed, shut, slammed every single door that I tried to walk through, everything that I tried to even create. And I know that I'm a creative being because he says I'm creating his image. And I know that I'm a creative person. Yet God says, Veronica, you are listening to everybody else's voice that you cannot hear mine. You can't hear my voice, my daughter, because everybody else's voice is louder. I need for you to lay down this thing even though you lost it and I allowed you to get it back, lay down this thing that you love. Show me that you know I am your source. Because sometimes we can tend to pray to this God that we can't see. And we say, oh God, I know that you'll provide everything. But as soon as he removes those things, people, places from us, we're like, wait a minute, where's, where's God? God is like, I'm still right here. 
He never went anywhere. He just wants us to know that he is God. He will provide every single thing that we need, no matter what. So this one year of being away, God was saying, I need you to rest. Has God told you to rest? Yeah, I was a neuro ICU nurse. Loved, I want to say, that was probably my absolute most favorite job I've ever worked at. And even when I went to an interview during this time that God had told me to rest, because, you know, you can get around people who can tell you, hmm, are you sure it was God that told you to leave your job? Why would God tell you to leave your job? How are you going to pay for, number one, my courses? How are you going to pay for the Shopify class? How are you going to pay for this stuff if God told you to leave your job. God never told me to create Shopify. God never told me to even invest in life coaching at that time. God says, Veronica, I need you to rest. I need you to lay down what you lost, lay down what you loved. But I didn't know that he told me, I need you to rest. I was thinking God was saying, now we're about to really create this stuff and you bring in these multiple streams of income right now. So when God called me to rest, and like I said before, I was neuro ICU. I had dealt with a lot of patients who I knew had not rested, who I knew had stress because, number one, they come in there with neurological issues and the majority of them was strokes. And we know that sometimes one of the most silent killers is high blood pressure. And I was like, these people are stressed. I mean, listen to their life. And I worked at one of the most prestigious hospitals in Atlanta. I'm like, these people are stressed. My God. I mean, if it's not the family dynamics. It's just the fact that they don't know how to sit down. They don't know how to work. We had people who would come, patients that would come, and they already stressed at home and businesses, and they would come and bring their business right on to the flow, and you dealing with a stroke. Seriously, I need you to lay down. I need you to rest. That's what you're in the hospital for. And when God calls you to rest, baby, it's time to lay down and rest. But most of us don't want to do that. We keep wondering, I wonder why my blood pressure is high. wonder why I feel so anxious. I wonder why I'm stressed out. Could it be that you ain't getting enough sleep? You're not taking care of yourself. You're not drinking water. You're not resting. God says, I told you to rest. Well, I didn't get it. So I was like, I can't even teach this to nobody, God. I can't tell them how to rest because I don't know how to rest. I've been a travel nurse for this so many years and I've done it on my own, God. Um, So... Let me just keep doing it on my own. God, like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I opened the door for a lot of reasons. God opened the door of nursing, not just for me. He did it for me because I am his daughter. You are his daughter. You're the apple of his eye. But God also did it because he is a God of restoration. He will restore all that we have lost, all that the enemy has stolen. God will restore it to us 30, 60, 100-fold whatever that scripture is, God will restore it. Yes, he will. Bigger and better than we can ever imagine. But we have to trust and believe that he will do it. Well, guess what? In 2016, inside that bathroom of that hotel, I trusted God. I said, God, you gave me the scripture. Instead of shame and dishonor, you would give me a double portion of honor. And instead of my confusion, you'll give me a double portion of prosperity in my land. And everlasting joy will be mine. God, it is you that showed me that I will come from failure to failing, to faith, to fortunes. He didn't say, Veronica, go after the fortunes. He said to trust me that I will open up the heavens and give you the fortunes. They're already yours. But I digress. When God called me out, I was like, okay, so now I'm here. I'm resting. I, I wasn't resting, but I was so excited. I had so much peace 
after we took care of some stuff at the apartment. So I had a lot of peace. So, you know, I was excited. And I'm like, okay, so get on social media. You know, let me just do this other stuff. Let me write this book. Mm, many of you probably purchased that book. Yeah. 60 Days Through the Wilderness, Walking Through the Wilderness. By the way, we're still walking through that same wilderness. So Walking Through the Wilderness is in my first book that I wrote in 2019. It was published in January of last year. And the second thing was, I'm like, okay, everybody's in getting into life coaching. Let me get into life coaching because I have to take a class because in order to learn about life, you got to take a class. Even though I went through life and it was free, but it wasn't free. It was a price I had to pay for disobedience. So let me take a life course. Well, I didn't have the money to pay for a life course. And then I was like, okay, so let me just create some shirts. Um, since I'm a believer and a Christian, let me create some shirts. And I did that. Well, wait a minute. Let me just sell this credit stuff. Let me Let me do this. And then I kept thinking like, all this stuff that I know that God wants me to do because people the people need this. Like, not just Christians. Everybody need this. Everybody need this stuff. No matter what. People need this. But I didn't get it. I didn't understand that I was building. We were trying to build up foundations on us trying to make things happen. Therefore, God wouldn't get the glory because he didn't make that thing happen because he never called us. To do that thing. Sometimes when you try to birth things in the natural, you got to keep that thing alive in the natural. You got to, it's like a premature baby that was born and that thing came early. God didn't tell you to birth that thing out early. I was trying to, I'm like, okay, God, I know you got a promise in me and I know I keep having baby, you know, dreams of babies and stuff. And could it be that I need to go ahead and start these several multiple streams of incomes? Mm-mm. God probably was shaking his head and laughing like, wait a minute, I know she, and I did, I tried that. And then one young lady that I've been listening to, she was like, when you can tell when it's not of God, because your friends and your family are not going to support you. They're not going to get you to where God is taking you. And I realized, wait a minute, my friends and my family support me. That's the only one signing up. It's just friends and family, 16 of them, you know, that, that was about it. It's not going to put money in your pocket. It's not going to bring no multiple streams of income. It's just, it's not. So I knew that wasn't a God. So everything that I try to do in 2018, basically, is still on the ground. Because God never told me to try to birth that thing. When it's birthed in the spirit, God will blow on it. And he will allow that thing that you're trying to do. He will provide for it. He will make it happen. He will give you the resources. He will send everything you need. He just wants you to trust him and you take the step and he'll do the rest. But most of us are ready for things to happen so fast. And that was me. When God says rest, he means rest. He means rest, daughter. Just be mom. We don't have to be God in everybody's life. We can't be everything to everybody I thought I had to be everything to everybody. I had to be the peacemaker. I had to be the encourager. I had to be the motivator. And do you know sometimes when you tend to try and encourage everybody that you become overwhelmed and you become tired because sometimes you have to know when to say, wait a minute, this is it. You need a therapist. I can't be that therapist for you every single day because it's like I'm speaking to a brick ball. It's okay. 
you give them to God because it is he who can carry their burdens. Not you. You can carry people's burdens, but when they start to weigh you down, sister, you got to get that to God. And that was me. God was saying, Veronica, I need you to rest. I have things for you. I have people that I want you to be able to speak to, but you can't help them if you're still broken. You can't help them if you're still hurt. You can't help them if you're still carrying shame. You can't help them if you cannot even see where I'm taking you. You cannot help them if you cannot speak to their spirit. You cannot help them if your own home is broken. I need you to get things in order. And guess what? You can't make that happen. But because I've given you this spirit and this desire to pray, if you can't do anything else, I know that you'll go in your closet and pray. And that was what I believe God had called me to do for an entire year, to, to just pray, to just rest, and to love on him and to hear his voice, because he will take you places that your education will never take you. He will take you places and through doors that man cannot open. Yet God says your gift will make room for you and put you in the presence of great men. We have to believe that there is a gift in you. God placed it in you before the creation of the world. There is a gift in you that is going to bless people. There's a gift in you that's going to solve problems. You are the solution to a problem. That is where your wealth comes at. But we have to let go. We have to be obedient to God. Obey God. Period. Obey God. Period. Trust God, no matter what. Be who God created you to be. As moms, we tend to be enablers. Wait a minute, baby. I'll take care of that. God says, you're a mom. I'm God. The moment you try to keep fixing all of their issues and their problems, you're sending them down a hill. A hell. You're sending them down a road of destruction, and you don't even know it. And then I'm going to allow them to come back to you so that you can start over again. Train them up in the way that they should go. So when they depart from you, when they leave, then my word will never depart from them. I will never depart from them. He didn't say for you to go with them everywhere they go or to lead them wherever they go. He says to train them up in the way that they are to go. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm an employee. I'm a career person. I'm an entrepreneur. I am who God says I am. That is what we have to believe. We have to believe that God has so much better for us. He has better for you, even though it may not seem that way right now, because sometimes we end up hitting brick walls because we're not obedient to what God has told us to do the first time. I just put a post up a minute ago and said, we didn't have to go through all of these cycles. The children of Israel did not have to go they didn't have to go around through the wilderness. They didn't have to wander for 40 years. Come on, guys. 40 years. Who want to walk through the desert for 40 years? God provided what they need. Their need, food, shelter, clothing. He says he will provide everything they need. But God wants to give you more. He wants to give you your wants and your desires. That's the things that's in your heart. That's what he wants to give you. I put up another one saying, do not Allow people 
to block you from wanting more. Don't feel guilty that people, that you want more. You want more. God has given you that desire because he says, if you delight in me or when you delight in me, I will give you the desires of your heart. God has more for you. He wants to give you more. More is your portion. But sometimes we stay in a place of complacency, stagnant and stuck because we don't know that what God has for us is so much more. God says, I will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask, think, or even imagine according to the power that worketh in me. That worketh in me. Power. Dunamis. Power in you. God will give you the more. You just have to get out of his way. Also, sometimes we have to get out of our own way. That is what I'm learning over this past year and a half of just really hearing and discerning and seeing God move in my life, in areas of my life. And I said, I didn't, we didn't have to go through seasons of lack if we would have just learned the lesson the first time. We wouldn't have to keep going into the closet and praying for God to bless a relationship that he never said was ours anyway. We wouldn't have to keep going in the closet and praying for living in a season of lack if we would have listened the first time. We wouldn't have to keep going into the closet praying for the same old repetitive prayers if we would have trusted God the first time. Obey God, period. There's a price for disobedience. There's a price for disobedience. And it's not fun. It's a lesson that we have to go through. And God wants us to learn the lesson so that we can teach others who come behind us. So that they don't have to go through the same things. Also, he will allow you to go through the lesson so that you can create something new. So that people don't have to go through it the way you went through it. God will humble us. He will prepare us. He will form us. Even in those silent places, those places where you go and it's just you and God alone. There's been nights and times that we get by ourselves and we cry to God and we wonder why we're up late at night. People are like Proverbs 6, you know, 31. I want to be a Proverbs 31 wife. I want to be a Proverbs 31 wife. That was a job. That is an entire job by itself. If you know and you study Proverbs 31, that is a job all by itself. She was the first thing in the morning. Didn't go to bed until late at night. She provided every single thing. She was wise with her money. She took care of her husband and her children. But we all begging for the pride, the Proverbs 31 woman, when we're not even knowing who we are. God doesn't want to give you so your so-called Boaz and you're still blind and don't know who you are because you don't know your worth because you're giving all of your loyalty to someone who doesn't deserve it. God wants you to know who you are. He wants you to love who you are. He wants you to know that he created you, the apple of his eye, his daughter, and he loves you. He got a big plan for you, but he wants you to know who you are. We're blocked and we're blind by identity because the enemy has stolen it from you and you don't know who you are. You wake up one morning and you try to figure out who am I today? God says you are his. God says you're his. You're my daughter. You're my daughter. You're not perfect. But we serve a perfect God. He has so much for you. 
We have to obey God now. We have to obey God, period. That's what he wants. Because this promised land that everybody is saying that they have for you, it is already yours. This desire that you see, it is already yours. Desire more, want more, ask God for more. Don't feel guilty in that. Do different things. Try new things. Go to new places. Get connected and grounded with people that can take you places that God have already put inside of them gifts. He will put you in the room with millionaires and billionaires. He wants to do that, but he wants you to get out of your own way. And sometimes we block us by trying to be God and enablers in everybody else's life. He's And he's saying, as long as you're trying to do this, I can't do what I'm doing in your life. So he's allowing us to learn this lesson, to drink from our own cup while we're trying to help other people who really don't want it. Have you ever been around somebody you're like trying to really speak to these people and trying to help them and trying to encourage them and trying to motivate them? And you're giving them all this stuff and you like year after year after year, I've said this stuff and I've encouraged you, I've motivated you. And you look back and you realize they're in the same exact place. Then baby, it is time for you to move on. God says um, in, in the word, it will say some will plant Some will water, but it is God that will give the increase. Somebody will come along and plant. You just plant. You plant the seed in the ground. They'll remember it. I remember women who planted stuff in my spirit when I was 16 years old. And I remember the exact woman who did it. But for probably 20 years, that thing never really was watered. But I'm feeling the increase of this now. Somebody was plant. It's a seed that's already there. God would send somebody else to water it because it, they speak to this thing. And you get this refreshing feeling that this is nothing but the Holy Spirit. It's fire on that thing. It's joy in it. And I remember hearing certain messages and I would cry. It was watering. God was watering this thing and reminding me of who he was and what he had planned. That's what he'll do. He'll send people to you to bless you, to speak to you, to give favor upon you. He said, not only in my eyes will I give you favor, I will give you favor in the eyes of other men. God would do that. He'll put you in rooms that you don't deserve to be in. But that is the grace of God. He has so much better for you. He wants you to trust him. That's what God would do. He will send the people that you need. We can't be everything to everybody. When people look back at the Bible, they always say, guess who made the first sin? And they put it on the woman, Eve. Listen, I need you to take off. Take off that coat. Take off that armor and put on the arm of God. Take off this weight that has been so heavy on you. To where you feel like you got to be everything to everybody. You can't. You have to be who God has created you to be. God will water you. God will plant you. God will send the increase. He is God alone. We got to trust him no matter what. 
God says to trust me with all of your heart. Do not lean to your own understanding. He says in all of your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your path. If you want 2020 to be your year, a vision. I'm sitting here now with my glasses on. And I notice when I take them off, so many things look blurry. But if you want 2020 to be your year vision, you need to put on a new set of glasses. You need to trust and know that God has a bigger plan for you. And that he will show you the step once you take a step toward where he wants you to go. But as long as we stay stagnant, complacent, we stay stuck even in our own ways and we're blinded by lust that will probably never turn to love. We're committed to people that don't want to be committed to us. God says to trust me. That's a hard word. Trust. Sometimes we trust everything else. We trust that when we get in our car, that it's going to start up and get us where we have to go. It's going to get us from A to B. A to Z. I pray. We trust that when we get up out of the bed, that we're going to be able to, to, to do the things that we need to do. We trust that when we sit in a chair, that it's going to hold us up. We trust that when we go to the job and we clock in and we work, that we're going to get a paycheck in two weeks. We trust all that stuff. Yet God says to trust me because he's the source and he will send the resources. It's easier for us to trust the things tangible instead of trusting a God that we can't see. But a God that who can provide every single thing that you need. Let God be God. Step back from being God in everybody else's life. And be who you are. And watch how this weight of heaviness just lifts off. Because we've said, God, I'm just a manager. You're the owner of everything. We're not even the owners of our body. Yet the moment we realize and say, God, forgive me for trying to do it all. You are God. Help me to be a good steward over everything, God. And number one is starting with taking care of my body. It's starting with taking care of my mind, my spirit, my heart, my soul, God. And that I back away from trying to do everything for be everything for everybody, God. And that you will lead me and guide me in the way that you've already prepared for me. That is your promise. That is your promise from God. That is the beginning of your promised land. That is what it is. We're supposed to be live on purpose and be on purpose every single day. Be who God has already created you to be on purpose. All right, ladies, I pray that this blesses you all. Uh, please rate, comment, and share because sharing is caring and we never know what anyone else is going through. And I'll be back again, God's willing, on in the next episode of the Be Intentionally You podcast. All right, lady, love you all. Be blessed. Bye.